to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. Stay. The word was slurred. I will, I promised her. She was drifting now, and I felt able to speak the truth. Like I said, as long as it makes you happy as long as it's what's best for you. She sighed, only partly conscious. It's not the same thing. Don't worry about that now, Bella. You can argue with me when you wake up. The corners of her lips curled into a faint smile. Okay. I leaned down and kissed her temple, then whispered, I love you, into her ear. Me too, she breathed. I laughed half-heartedly. I know. That was the problem. She fought against the sedation, turning her head toward me, searching. I kissed her bruised lips softly. Thanks. Anytime. Edward. She could barely shape my name. Yes? I'm betting on Alice, she mumbled. Her face went slack as she sank fully into unconsciousness. I buried my face in the hollow of her neck and breathed in her searing essence, wishing again, as I had in the beginning, that I could dream with her. Hi, everybody. Hi. My name is Emily. My name is Marin. And this is Remember, Remember Twilight. Twilight. Uh, today, we're finishing the last chapter of Midnight Sun, chapter 29, Inevitability. Good. Thank you. Um, last week was my personal saddest chapter, which is where uh, Edward 
does some things. People talk to each other. And then Edward takes his lemonade bottle cap into the church of the hospital. And he's like, I have to leave Bella. And then he crushes things. He watches a video. There's other things that happen. That's the only important thing that happens, though. I just really want to get to the bottom of my question of, like, why? Here's the thing. I got a lot of info from Midnight Sun. It was great. It was what I wanted. But I really want to know why the family didn't do more to stop him from leaving. When uh, this chapter is called Inevitability, which is like he's it's inevitable that he's going to leave her. However, it's also inevitable that she will become a vampire no matter what, even if he does. So it makes me mad and sad that like Alice and Esme and Jasper and, and Emmett, Emmett didn't do more to stop him from leaving her. When he knew what was going to happen, he knew exactly how much it was going to hurt her. And he knew that it doesn't matter anyway. And it just makes things worse. Mm-hmm. So, so here we go. Okay, so Bella is still asleep when we pick back up with this chapter. And Edward is thinking about how he needs to be alone in the room with her when she wakes up. First of all, to tell her the story of what happened before she talks to anybody else and ruins the story, um, which he's like, Alice or Carlisle could have done this, but Alice knew I needed more than just to clear up the narrative. So at this point, Alice is already clued into exactly what Edward is doing. And for some reason, she decides to stay out of his way instead of trying to stop him. I mean, I do trust her. So there must be something that she sees that no, like she knows it's going to be okay. But it's still just so painful, like in the process, which it's another thing that I remember when I was young and I was super in love with this guy and he broke up with me. Um, And I was just like, there's no, I can't imagine that this pain will help me like be stronger. Mm-hmm. Like literally all it's doing is killing me. And when I come out on the other side of this, there's going to be a big part of me that will always have that pain mm-hmm. that I'm just going to carry around for the rest of my life. And remember, which I guess some people could say, well, that is the stronger part is that now, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I don't find it necessary and I feel like that's just a bunch of like mumbo jumbo like feel better vibes type of stuff that I don't need like I don't need the pain and I don't need the sorrow and I don't need to carry that around with me so that I know what it feels like in Mm -hmm. the future like I just think it's unnecessary I don't know I agree maybe that's just me (laughs) (laughs) I agree Uh, So we get filled in on kind of what's been happening while everybody's waiting for Bella to wake up. We learn that Alice has become fake BFFs with Renee. (laughs) Super fake friend Alice. Uh I love that. (laughs) And Alice has just charmed Renee so that Renee will do basically whatever Alice says. And so Alice (laughs) sets it up that Renee is at lunch when Bella wakes up. Uh, Thank you, Alice. Mm -hmm. I would do whatever Alice asked me to do, too, to Mm -hmm. be honest. Mm Mm-hmm. We learned that Edward can now almost open the blinds to Bella's room because the sun is on the other side of the hospital, which is apparently an important fact for us to know. Uh, It's not, by the way. (laughs) Cool paragraph, guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And 
so after Renee leaves, Edward gets the chair and he puts it right next to Bella's bed. And he's like, I don't know if she's going to wake up and still be freaking out. Like if it, she'll just pick up right back up where she left, or like when she passed out, or if she'll have like realized that time has moved. Um, but he's like, um, whatever it is, I know that the second that she sees me, she'll be okay. So I'm going to make sure it's my face that she sees when she first opens her eyes. So... Right on schedule, he says, Bella starts to fidget, um, which she had kind of moved around before, but this is different. And he can tell that she's in pain because her eyebrows are pulled together. And this is something he mentioned very frequently in the beginning of the books, is that little V crease and how he always wanted to just smooth it out. And so now he does. Oh, no. (laughs) He's going to get in all the little things he wanted to do. Mm hmm. Um. She starts to open her eyes, her heart rate goes off a little bit, and she um, opens and closes her eyes. You know hospital rooms, they're real bright. (laughs) Um, She realizes that she has a tube down her nose, and so she goes to try and pull it out, and Edward catches her hand, and he says, no, you don't. (laughs) No. And then it says, as soon as she heard my voice, her heart started to slow. So she says his name and he leans in closer and she looks at him and he looks at her and he sees that her eyes are still super bloodshot. And then she starts to cry and she says, oh, Edward, I'm so sorry. Oh, my gosh. He goes, it hurt in a very specific and piercing kind of way when she apologized to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tabbed that line. You did. One of many lines tabbed. Oh, my gosh. Um. Edward's like, it's okay, everything's fine. And she's like, what happened? And Edward's been rehearsing his answer to this question. Um, but he doesn't say what he rehearsed. He instead says, I was almost too late. I could have I been too late. And so then Bella remembers what happened. And she's like, I'm so stupid. I thought he had my mom. And Edward very nicely says he tricked us all. <laughs> which we now know is quite true. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Bella's like, oh, I need to call Charlie. I need to call Renee. And he's like, Alice called them. It's okay. And then he tells us that <laughs> Alice has taken over for Carlisle on the Charlie calls. Um, <laughs> says, like Renee, he was entirely be- bewitched. But I believe that Alice really does like Charlie. Absolutely. I think she completely does. Uh-huh. And he tells us that Alice had been planning the post-wake-up call. So she knows exactly what she's going to say to Charlie. <laughs> um, but he's like, uh, Renee's here in the hospital. She's getting something to eat right now. And Bella's about to get out of this hospital bed to go find Renee. And so he has to like push her back on the bed. And he's like, she'll be back soon. Um, you have to stay still. And Bella starts to freak out. She's like, what did you tell her? Why am I here? And he's like, oh, you fell down some stairs and out a window. You have to admit it could happen. And she just <laughs> sighs. <laughs> and she looks down at herself and she's under a sheet so she can't see like all of the bandages and uh, cast and stuff. So she's just like, how bad am I? And he's like, well, this, 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 this. Yeah. <laughs> broken leg, four broken ribs, cracks in your skull, bruises, literally every part of you. Lost blood. They had trans transfusions. Like, 
Lots is lots of things. Um, he's like, they gave you a few transfusions. You smelled all wrong for a while. And she's like, oh, that must have been a nice change for you. (laughs) And he's like, no, I like how you smell. And she just looks at him for a little while and she goes, how did you do it? And he's like, I don't want to talk about this. Mm. I know I did it. I know everybody's proud of me for doing it, but I, it was too close still. I just remember how I didn't want to stop. But you did. You did stop. Um, he doesn't want to look at her. He grabs her hand and he tells her that he's not sure. Um, she doesn't say anything. And so after a little while, he keeps telling her that it was impossible to stop. But he did. And then he looks at her and he says, I must love you. Mm. <laughs> and Bella goes, well, don't I taste as good as I smell? <laughs> um, but remember, she has that whole cheek busted situation. Mm. And so he's like. She needs to not move her face. She shouldn't be smiling and making jokes. (laughs) Um, But he's like, even better, better than I imagined. And she just says, I'm sorry. (laughs) Bella. He rolls his eyes. And he's like, you don't need to apologize for how how your blood tastes. You can't help the flavor of your blood. You're O positive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she's like, well, what should I apologize for? And he almost says nothing, but he instead says, for nearly taking yourself away from me forever. Well, he knows that she likes to apologize for things. Mm-hmm. And so she wouldn't have given up until she could finally say, I'm so sorry. But also, he really means that. Like, he really is like, you almost died mm-hmm. because you made this plan and you went and you did this thing. So I guess if you want to apologize for something, you can apologize for that. Yeah, and she does. She says, I'm sorry. Mm. And he goes, I know why you did it. You just should have waited for me and told me. And she's like, but you wouldn't have let me go. And he's like, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the point. Um, And then Bella remembers another thing. And he's like, what's wrong? And she's like, well, what happened to James? And he's like, Emma and Jasper happened to James. <laughs> and she's like, I don't remember seeing them there. And he was like, well, there was a lot of blood. <laughs> And then he's like, shoot, is there still some on me? Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's like, but you stayed. He says, yes. And she goes, and Alice and Carlisle. And he says, they love you too, you know. And then she's like, oh, did Alice see the tape? And he's like, yes. And apparently uh, Edward and Alice still are not talking about what is on the tape. <laughs> um, but Bella's like, she was always in the dark. That's why she didn't remember. Edward's like, of course, this is exactly how this conversation is going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Edward apparently pulls a face. And so Bella's like, what's wrong? And she goes to touch him. But then she gets caught because she has an IV in her hand. (laughs) And she just goes. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, what's wrong? Did you yank it out? And she just has needles. And she's like staring at the ceiling, turning green. (laughs) And he's like. What in the Bella is happening? <laughs> what in the Bella? Oh my gosh, so good. <laughs> He's like, so you don't like needles, but like literally a vampire who's going to torture you to death? No prob. Got it. <laughs> and then she's like, well, why are you here? And he's like, what? Uh, <laughs> do you want me to leave? And he's like, maybe it'd be easier 
than I thought. My gosh. And Edward, I was like, oh no, is it going to be easy? These than I two thought? idiots. I cannot with them. Um, she's like, no, no, what I meant is, why does my mom think you're here? I need to get the story straight. <laughs> He's like, ah, uh, so close and yet so far. <laughs> He's like, well, me and Carlisle and Alice came to talk to you. Um, of course I had to bring Carlisle because I'm 17. And then you came to our room and you tripped and you fell out the window. <laughs> and she's like, well, but what about the window? And he's like, Alice took care of the window. <laughs> she loved it also. Oh, my gosh. Um, he says all she has to worry about is healing. And then she starts freaking out again. And he's like, now what? Um, and her... <laughs> Well, because he touches the other side of her face when he says this, and then her heart starts racing, and the monitor starts going off, and she's like, that's embarrassing. As if he doesn't already hear her heart. Is he? Is she always. worried about um, him noticing it, or is she worried about the nurses uh, and her mom and everybody else noticing it? Good point, good point. <laughs> so then Edward conducts a heart monitor experiment, um, where he barely kisses her and then her monitor goes beep 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 <laughs> skipping a beat and he's like okay <laughs> this isn't okay and, but she's like I wasn't done with my kiss so he kisses her again and stops and then he's like I think I hear her mom coming upstairs um, and Renee is thinking about how she's eaten too much junk food and she just wishes that she could have time to go to the gym while she was here but instead, she'll just walk up and down the stairs every time she has to go to Bella's room to make up for it. Gross. I have no response to that. <sighs> um, just going to scream. Yeah. <laughs> so then um, Edward, like, scoots the chair back and Bella's like, don't leave me. And he's like, oh, no, this isn't this isn't good. And he gets a flash of new moon, Bella. And his head and so he tries to be casual but he's like it's okay I'll just go take a, a nap <laughs> <laughs> so he goes over to the recliner and lays down and closes his eyes and she goes don't forget to breathe oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> he's been pretending to be a human for a hundred years baby you're okay mm-hmm. uh, Renee passes by the nurse's station outside of Bella's room and she asks the nurse if there's been any change and the nurse is like, well, actually, her heart has been a little irregular. I was going to go check it out. And Renee's like, oh, I'll go check it out. I'll tell you if anything's wrong. Oh, my gosh. Um, so Renee opens the door very quietly, at least. Um, and Bella's just like, Mom. And Edward, from the angle he's at, he can't see Renee, but he says that her thoughts were overwhelmed. Um. So she walks in and she looks over at Edward and she's like, she never leaves, does he? Um, she mumbled quietly and shouted mentally. I'd gotten used <laughs> to the volume, though. <laughs> um, but he can tell that Renee's like, finally, he's asleep because she's like, does he ever sleep? <laughs> cool. I don't ever want to defend Renee, but if my kid was dating a guy who just was like ridiculously beautiful little bit scary uh never slept always there weird dad uh, those are all just like red flags so renee's got a point here and so does that nurse that is like what is going on yeah 
Um, but Belle's like, Mom, I'm so glad to see you. Renee is also kind of taken back by Bella's eyes being so red still. And so then Renee starts to cry. And she's like, Bella, I was so upset. You guys know how we feel about this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I love how what Edward says. It makes me... Ugh. Yeah. Pleased and proud. Yeah. So Bella's like, I'm sorry, mom. And Edward's like, it was uncomfortable to listen to Bella in her condition soothe her healthy mother. But I suppose this had always been their relationship. Uh, Perhaps the way Renee's unique mind interacted with others had made her into something of a narcissist. It would be hard to avoid when everyone catered to your unspoken needs. Interesting. Also, just kind of an excuse. I just, mm-hmm. I just can't. I just can't. Mm-hmm. Really good, Stephanie. I know you're listening. <laughs> oh, yikes. Um, and Renee makes a point about like how it's, she's glad to finally see her eyes open. And Bella's like, well, how long has it been? And she's like, oh, well, it's Friday. And Bella's like, Friday? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, they had to keep you sedated. You have a lot of injuries. <laughs> And Bella's like, I know. Um, Renee starts talking about Carlisle and how good it was that he was there and how nice he is and how beautiful he is. <laughs> and Bella's like, you met Carlisle? And she's like, yeah, and Alice, she's lovely. And Bella's just like, she is. And then Renee's like, you didn't tell me you made all these hot friends and forks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And then Bella moans, and so Edward opens his eyes and stares at him. (laughs) (laughs) Or he stares at her, and Renee's like, what hurts? And Bella's like, I'm fine. And then her and Edward just look at each other, and then Edward goes back to sleep. (laughs) Um, Bella's like, where is Phil? And then Renee's like, finally. Oh, well, I'll tell you everything. (laughs) I've only been rehearsing how I'm going to tell you all this all week. (laughs) I've been waiting for you to wake up from your traumatic injury so I could tell you my story about me. And she's like, Phil got signed. We're not going to be moving around. It's Jacksonville. You will love it. It's warm. And Bella's like, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean Jacksonville? I live in Forks. And Renee's like, you don't have to anymore. Um, we worked it out for the away games. I'm going to go to half of them and spend half of them with you. And Bella's like, I don't want that. I want to live in Forks. I have my girlfriends there. <laughs> Alice and Rosalie. <laughs> and Renee's like, uh, what? She's like, and Charlie needs me. He can't make any food at all. <laughs> and Renee is very surprised. She's like, "You, why do you want to stay in Forks? And then Renee thinks to herself, that boy is the real reason. <laughs> Shrug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Bella's like, I told you, my girlfriends, my dad, ouch. And <laughs> again, Edward has to look at Bella. <laughs> and Renee just like looks down at Bella too. And she's like, <laughs> forehead touch only. <laughs> and she's like, you hate forks. And Bella's like, it's not so bad. And finally, Renee's like, is it this boy? And Bella's like, well, I mean, have you talked to him? (laughs) (laughs) Just listen to him. You would know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Renee's like, yeah, actually, I want to talk to you about that. And Bella's like, about what? And she goes, I think that boy's in love with you. (laughs) And she's like, I think so, too. And then Renee thinks to herself, 
Is Bella in love? How much have I missed? How could she not tell me? What am I supposed to do? Why is any of this about you, Renee, though? Honestly, as if it even matters. Okay, first of all, as if it even matters (laughs) Uh to Renee. As -hmm. if she actually cares. She doesn't. And then also, there... Okay, this isn't the case 100% of the time. But if you think somebody is your best friend, the way that Renee thinks that Bella's her best friend, and Bella's not telling you pretty much the most important thing that's ever happened to her in her life, there's a reason. Mm -hmm. There's a reason your best friend isn't telling you something. It's either they don't trust you that you're going to react appropriately, or they they don't think that you'll support them. I mean, there's so many reasons, but there's a reason that your best friend isn't telling you something. And so there's a lot that, you know, if you're like upset about it, look inside a little bit. Also, they've only been dating for like five days. (laughs) So when was Bella supposed to tell Renee? Right. So I don't know. Yeah. Lots of stuff to unpack there. Mm -hmm. Renee's like, how do you feel about him? Bella's like, oh, he's all right, I guess. (laughs) And then we find out another thing. And Renee's like, well, he's nice and hot, but you're so young. And then she thinks, and you're too much like Charlie it's too soon but I was like I know it's just a crush and Renee's like "Mm mm-hmm and then she thinks good so she's not getting all Charlie-ish about this intense and Charlie-ish I mean Renee these are she's just projecting herself into this situation where she's like I'm the hot girlfriend and you're Charlie and you're gonna get too crazy you're gonna push this boy away like oh no stop it yuck and then Renee <laughs> looks at the clock and Bella's like, do you need to leave? And she's like, well, Phil is supposed to call. And Bella's like, okay, bye. <laughs> she really is. She's like, okay, cool. It was good to see you. Thanks for coming. Yeah. But before Renee leaves, she goes, I've been sleeping here. And Bella's like, you didn't have to. <laughs> she doesn't say it like that, but I wish she said it like that. Oh, my gosh. But then... She's like, I didn't want to sleep at home, actually, because there's been some crime in the neighborhood. I knew I was safe here with your cute boyfriend. uh (sighs) I love that, like, in the text, Edward just calls it like it is. He's, like, flaunting her good mother behavior. And then when she's like, "Um, I was too nervous. And then it says self-aware enough to sound sheepish after her brag. Yeah, we know where Bella gets her Bella brags from, at least. (laughs) Yeah, we do. (laughs) From Renee's good mom bragging. <laughs> yeah, she's like, there's crime. And Bella's like, crime? And she's like, yeah, someone burned down that dance studio. <laughs> do you remember that dance studio? I know you haven't been there in a while, but do you remember it? So Renee's like, someone burned it to the ground. There was a stolen car. And Edward is like, yeah, that wasn't our stolen car. I didn't know we had to take care of James's stolen car, too. <laughs> And Bella's just like, I remember. I remember and that place. <laughs> Edward's about to go over and just lay on top of Bella. <laughs> yes, please. Like a human ice pack. Please do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bernie's like, I can stay if you need me. And she's like, no, I don't need you. I have Edward. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and He's so- done more for me in five days than you did in 17 years. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> And then Renee's like, well, that's okay. I can do laundry and also clear out the fridge that has months old milk in it. I could just blink for an hour about her leaving milk in the fridge when she moved. 
Because Bella wasn't there to do it. Bella already left. So she just left the house exactly as it was. She probably left her plate of peanut butter jelly sandwich on the table. Probably. She probably left the garbage full of garbage. She probably left a hamster in a cage. She fixed the fan and renovated Bella's bedroom into a yoga studio and then was like, all right, I'm out. Bye. Did the important shit. (laughs) She probably left the garage door open. Mm -hmm. I can't with this woman. (laughs) But she's going to come over tonight. And so Bella says, I love you, mom. She says, I love you, Bella. Be careful where you walk. Um, (laughs) Edward almost laughs at that. And then Bella's nurse comes in. And so uh, Renee's so excited to go tell Phil that Bella's awake finally. And the nurse is like, have you been feeling anxious? Your heart rate's <laughs> kind of high. My boyfriend kissed me. My mom stressed me out. <laughs> Get that lady out of here. Mm, please. <laughs> so she goes to talk to the like charge nurse. And so she leaves. And Edward gets up and goes over. And Bella's like, you stole a car? <laughs> it's like Um, mm -hmm. uh, this is too much let me sum up yeah (laughs) good car we did (laughs) that was like how was your nap and edward's like i'm hating renee more and more by the second (laughs) um but he's like well actually i'm surprised i thought that you would want to go live with your mom in florida and bella's like well but if we moved to florida you'd have to stay inside all day and you'd have to be like a real vampire. This is the same feeling I had in Twilight, where I was like, I love Bella's. At this point, there's zero hesitation that they're going to be together forever because of the meadow, because what happened at the meadow, because it was like, that was where they were like, we're it, we're it, it's us, we're together, we're forever now. We're both changed completely. And so there's not even a question. That wherever she goes, he goes. Wherever he goes, she goes. There's To her, it's cement. I just, I have this, just because I, I know what happens. Mm-hmm. I, my stomach just sinks every time because she's so secure. And this is the first time she's ever felt secure. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello. Um, he almost smiles at her joke. But he doesn't. He says, I would stay in Forks, Bella, or somewhere that I couldn't hurt you anymore. And Bella blinks at him for an hour. <laughs> so many blinks. So many blinks. Um, So many blinks that she starts to hyperventilate. And that's no good, because remember, she has four broken ribs. <laughs> and he says, an echo of the grieving future Bella flashed across her face. It was hard to watch. I wanted to say something to ease her pain, her terror, but this was supposed to be the right thing. It did not feel right, but I couldn't trust my own selfish emotions. Okay, but can we have a a conversation real fast about how if you've made a decision and it still feels like the absolute worst thing in the universe and you've gone through every aspect of it and you've seen every possible outcome and you still decide to make that decision and it still feels terrible and it's still killing you. Maybe it's the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. That's when you go to the family fight table. Yes. And you talk to more than just your own yes. self about it. Your own brain that is like lying to you and full of anxiety Edward, honey, you know it's not gonna it's not the right thing. You know it's not. He knows. 
he knows for a surety that it is not the right thing and he's still going to do it. And he's talking himself out by saying, it did not feel right, but I couldn't trust my own selfish emotions. But no, you can trust Alice. You can trust Carla. You can trust Esme. You can trust Emmett. You can trust these people. You don't need to rely on yourself. And you know what? Now I'm talking to you, dear listener. Sometimes you can listen to that feeling and be like, oh yeah, it, I, it's, it might be the wrong decision. And then you can just make a different one. And see if it feels better. And if it does, maybe go with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, especially when it's something like this, where it's like Edward's making this decision for the both of them. And it destroys Bella in a very serious way. And it's not fair of him to make this decision for both of them, especially when he knows it's the wrong decision. He doesn't actually want to make it. And he's convincing him and talking himself into it. Yeah, I think the worst part about it is like either way it goes, Nothing is for sure. Mm. Like, he could leave her, and the next day she could get hit by a car and die. Yeah. Like, by leaving her, he's not ensuring anything aside the fact that she'll go to heaven if she dies. (laughs) I guess is like, he's looking at the longest con possible. (laughs) He truly is. Uh, And that's, but that's all that matters to him. Mm -hmm. Like, he's seeing something so far beyond anything that's happening that, like, feelings don't matter. Mm Mm-hmm. It's all she about doesn't matter. heaven or hell. Yeah. And he's deciding to take himself out of the equation. Assuming that Bella, I don't know, maybe Bella will go off the deep end and start murdering people. Like, you don't know her. Well, <laughs> he you've, does, only known, but you've only known her for five days. Like, I don't know. He just, he knows what's going to happen when he makes this choice and he just makes it anyway. It's mm-hmm. so heartbreaking. Yeah. So the charge nurse comes in and she's looking at Bella and she thinks to herself, she's at a six. <laughs> I love Which this. That's this when is you're like big sweating kind of. Yeah, red, this is really big frown. Mm-hmm. Big nurse energy mm-hmm. to walk in and be like six. Mm-hmm. I got to go get that medicine. I love that. Ooh, mm-hmm. That's a good feeling. So she's like, is it time for pain meds? And Bella's like, no. <laughs> she's like, I want to heal these bones med free i want to feel (laughs) every breath i take for the next month i won't actually know how good it feels to not be hurting unless i feel the hurt i kind of get that completely (laughs) emily (laughs) Uh, anyway the nurse is like you don't have to be brave uh it's better if you don't get stressed out anyway and Bella just shakes her head and she's like, okay, I'll be back later then. <laughs> just so everyone knows, I'm always going to be like, yeah, please, can I have some medicine? <laughs> Literally always. She's like, hit the call button when you're ready. And then she looks over at Edward and looks at Bella's monitors. And she's like, they were in here. <laughs> like, I feel like she still feels like Edward is like abusive. Yeah. Like, Bella's scared to be in the room with him. Yeah. And, like, is refusing medication. Like, she doesn't want to be unconscious if he's there. Maybe. Uh, He's scary. He's scary. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is. He's a monster. (laughs) Scary guy. He's a monster. I like him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the nurse leaves. Bella still looks very freaked out. So Edward goes and does the gentlest idiot sandwich that he can. Oh, no. And tells her, shush, calm down. <laughs> but she just says, don't leave me. 
And he goes, and this is why I was not strong enough by myself. How could I cause her more agony? She lay here now in a taped together pieces, struggling with pain. And her one plea was that I stay. So he says, I won't. And then he thinks, not until you're whole again, not until you're ready, and not until I find the strength. And he tells her to relax before he has to call the nurse back in. And he can he can tell that Bella understands that he's not being 100% truthful with her. Um, he goes, I'd promised her many times that I would stay, and she'd always believed me, but now she saw through me, and the rhythm of her heart wouldn't settle. Uh, so he's like, Bella, I'm not going anywhere. I'll be here as long as you need me. And she's like, do you swear you won't leave me? And he says that her hand twitched towards her ribs. They must be aching. But I don't remember in Twilight Bella really seeing anything that she was feeling physically. It's like all emotional for her. But apparently she un- she she is hurting, but she doesn't recognize it herself. That's classic Bella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, she's too fragile for this. I should have waited to talk about this. So he idiot sandwiches her again. He says, letting the consuming love I felt for her fill my eyes. And I lied with the experience of a hundred years of daily deception. He says, I swear. Bella believes him. She relaxes. Um, her heart slows back down. He asks if she's better and she says, yes. <laughs> she must have sensed that I was still holding something back. He goes, I needed her to believe me just long enough to let her safely heal I couldn't be responsible for complicating her recovery so he's like I'm just gonna act like everything's normal and so he's like overreacting just a little bit don't you think but Bella's like why would you say that like are you tired of having to save me all the time do you want me to go away oh no and he goes I wanted to laugh for a hundred years at the idea of me tiring of her or cry for a thousand. <laughs> um, so he takes a second and he's like, no, I don't want to be without you. Of course not. And I have no problem with saving you if it weren't for the fact that I was the one putting you in danger. And he didn't mean to say that to her. Whoops. But she's like, yeah, you're the reason that I am here alive. He just says, Barely. And she goes, I'm not talking about this whole staircase window thing. I'm thinking of all the others. Like, take your pick. Uh, She's dark, too. Right here she goes, if it wasn't for you, I'd be rotting away in the Forks Cemetery. Mm -hmm. And she's right. That had nothing to do with him. They weren't together. They barely knew each other. She was just standing by her truck, and she almost died. Mm -hmm. And he saved her life. Mm -hmm. But he's like, oh, no, it's all because of me. Like, nothing, no. Yeah, especially because over, like, in a little bit, he's like, um, I don't mind being changed into a vampire because my life was over. I wasn't giving anything up, but Bella wasn't either. No. Her life was over that day, too. I do talk about that. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, he's like, well, listen, that's not the worst part, seeing you there on the floor, crumpled and broken, not thinking I was too late, not hearing you scream in pain. Um, All of those unbearable memories. The worst feeling was knowing that I couldn't stop and thinking I was going to kill you myself. And she's just like, but you didn't. He's like, I could have. But she's like, no, promise me. And he's like, what? And she's like, you know what? And he goes, okay. 
I'm going to only say true things to her because she can tell that I'm leaving things out. And so he says to her, I don't seem to be strong enough to stay away from you. So I suppose that you'll get your way, whether it kills you or not. And Bella's like, okay, good. Now tell me why. And he's like, why? She's like, why didn't you just let me become a vampire? He's like, okay, the thing we've never talked about because I always (laughs) was too uncomfortable to talk about it with her. (laughs) And obviously she hasn't Googled it. And Bella's like, listen. But then he's like, but she did spend that day with Alice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's like, I know I've never been in a relationship before, but it seems like people got to be balanced. You have to be equals. You can't have one only saving the other. They have to save each other equally. And he's like, she's right, but I'll never be her equal. Oh, no. (laughs) But he's like, you have saved me. And she's like, I don't want to be Lois Lane. I want to be Superman, too. (laughs) Cool. And he's just like, you don't know what you're asking. And she says, I think I do. Yeah, because her one week of dating and three of those days were asleep. That taught her all she needed to know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he goes, you don't know. I don't even know. And I've been a vampire for 100 years. And she's like, well, do you wish Carlisle didn't save you? And he goes, no, I don't wish that. And he thinks to himself, I never would have met her if he hadn't. And he says, but my life was over. I wasn't giving, giving anything up. And then he clarifies, except a soul. Yeah. And then she goes, you are my life. You're the only thing it would hurt me to lose. And there it is right there, literally. And we've talked about this before. We talked about it when we did Twilight and we talked about it all through this book is that Bella doesn't have anything here in the mortal realm (laughs) that is of any importance or worth to her. The only thing that matters to her is this relationship and the family that she's making because of this relationship. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that it would hurt her to lose Charlie. And they talk about that. They have a little bit of a conversation about Charlie. But then she's like, he doesn't need me. Like, that's not my life. And I I wrote there, too. Like, yes, we'll talk about it when we get there. But it's not her responsibility to make sure that these other people aren't hurting. It's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can we can say, like, I can add to your happiness but it's not my responsibility and she is aware of that and the only thing she wants is this and I think that's fine I think that's completely fine like Mm -hmm. I don't know I get I get really mad when people hate Twilight because they think that Bella gave up her life for this boy but that is not at all what this is about this isn't she didn't have a life she had a an existence that didn't work for her and was going to end some way or another. Mm -hmm. I'm convinced of that. And so I think she is making the right choice. And I know she is. And Alice knows that she is. And Edward just, he can't get over that one thing. Especially if they were arguing it the other way around. And Edward was like, you're going to be a vampire. And maybe Bella wanted to stay human. And if she tried to use the like, well, I have to stay human for Charlie and Renee. Edward would be like, they're not your life. You have to yeah. live your life. Yeah. Like he wouldn't bring that up if it was reversed. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> so Edward hears Bella say this, but he immediately is like, oh, nope, flips it. And he's like, that's <laughs> how I feel about her. Like he doesn't give Mm-mm. the same weight to her feeling that way as he does to himself feeling that way. Nope. 
And then he remembers what Rosalie said about what are you going to do when she begs. So I feel like, honestly, part of this is him being like, well, I got to stay true to what I said to Rosalie, too. Can't let Rosalie win that argument. (laughs) I'm just teasing, but maybe. I mean, I kind of get it, but mm, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he's just like, I can't do it. I won't do that to you. And she's like, why not? It's not too hard, (laughs) obviously. And he's like, well, what about the pain? And she's like, I'm already in pain, basically. (laughs) (laughs) And can't feel much different than four cracked ribs, two broken leg bones, four (laughs) skull fractures, bruises covering every part of my body. My cheek is broken. Losing all my blood. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, So she's like, whatever, three days. Big deal. And then he's like, God damn it, Alice. <laughs> no wonder she's avoiding me. <laughs> then he's like, well, what about Charlie? What about Renee? And Bella does think about it for a long time. And then he says that she's lying by saying that it's not an issue. And I mean, obviously it is an issue, but it's not the main issue. Mm-hmm. And it's something she could get over. But and she does. Well, get and over. exactly what she says is so true. He won't listen to it because he doesn't agree with it, mm-hmm. which is fine. That's that's how people are, you know. But he, she says, look, that's not an issue either. Renee has always made the choices that work for her. She'd want me to do the same. And Charlie's resilient. He's used to being on his own. I can't take care of him forever. I have my own life to live. Mm-hmm. If she spends her whole life taking care of Charlie, she won't live her life. And Charlie doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. Charlie didn't ever want that. If Charlie had wanted that, he would have fought to have her stay in Forks. Because he would have been like, no, I need... He would have been like selfish like Renee and been like, I need this person to help take care of me. But Charlie, that was never a thing for Charlie. And when she left to come to Arizona three days ago, he let her go. He let her walk away. And he wasn't like, you have to stay. I need you. No, that is not who Charlie is. And, and Bella knows it. Well, and also because Charlie lived it, like Renee took Bella and left and Charlie stayed in Forks to take care of his parents. Mm, and he didn't get dying. to live a life like mm-hmm. he did not live his life. He did not go and get another relationship and he did not go and ever leave Forks and move out and do anything. I mean, he he settled down and he took care of his parents until they died. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't want Bella to do that. No way. Oh, my gosh, Emily. If Bella tried to stay there. Like after college, he'd be like, "No, get out." Yes, go I didn't even think things. about that. Mm-hmm. Well, and he doesn't. He does want her to go to college. Like when he, she says she's gonna get married. He's like, "Oh my gosh, go to college. Like do something else. Don't do what, you know. Like, oh mm-hmm. my heck, so good." Yeah, Edward. Edward. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Bella knows that she's not responsible for their happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's like, I have my own life to live. And Edward's like, exactly, I'm not going to end it for you. <laughs> you idiot. And she's like, newsflash was just dying. <laughs> He's like, but you're going to recover. And honestly, they could play this game for the rest of their life. Every mm-hmm. time Bella got hurt, Edward could be like, but you're, 
you're fine. You're going to be fine. Uh-huh. And father could be like, well, only because I'm with you, you're the one who keeps saving me from these shouldn't be savable from And then situations. he'll be like, but you wouldn't have been in that situation if you weren't with me. Like, <laughs> Let's do it. It'll be fun. <laughs> you and me will just play out Edward and Bella for 20 minutes. <laughs> like, you almost died. Yeah, but you saved me only because of it. But no. <laughs> the first so thing that tried bad. to kill me was a car. <laughs> Jesus. And he's like, You're gonna recover. And she's like, No, I'm not. (laughs) And he's like, Does she think I'm lying? Like, yes, you of course you are. You're gonna get better. And she's like, But I'm dying. Like, I am a human. I might not die tomorrow, but I'm gonna die sometime. And every minute of the day I get closer. I'm getting old. (laughs) Oh no, not that. I feel like, you know, Freaky Friday when they do the switch and she looks in the mirror and she goes, I'm old. That's going to be like Bella every birthday. I know, I know. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And then Edward's like, does she think that I don't know this, that I don't notice every tiny change her face makes while mine stays the same? And then he finally just like completely gives up and he's like, that is how it is supposed to happen, how it should happen, how it would happen if I didn't exist and I shouldn't exist. Oh, man. I think if anybody ever tries to throw up the whole like Edward Cullen is manipulative, Edward Cullen tricked this girl, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to be like, page 631 of Midnight Sun right here, Edward Cullen. (laughs) That's how it's supposed to happen, how it should happen, how it would have happened if I didn't exist and I shouldn't exist. Does that sound like a guy who's trying to manipulate and force a young girl to be his wife? I do not think so. Watch out. We're going to get labeled as Edward propaganda again. Team Edward propaganda. (laughs) That's my favorite thing about myself. (laughs) I'm going to get that to my next tattoo across my back. Team Edward propaganda. And then remember Twilight <laughs> underneath it. With the Spotify link. <laughs> yes, <the> yes. <laughs> Scan me. Yeah. <laughs> Scan here for Edward Cullen propaganda. <laughs> You'll get 14 years of it. <laughs> 14 years. Yeah, I'm in here. <laughs> <laughs> Two down, 12 to go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're going to read every piece of fanfic that was ever written. Oh my gosh, this is what the people really have been it wanting is the fanfic. Is. It is. It is wild, but yes, you guys Imagine you us reading it. fanfic, though. I feel like it'd be a good time. It would be. I mean, it's all a good time. Uh, Bella's like, that's stupid. <laughs> she snorts, literally. Uh-huh. She's like, that's like if someone won the, won the lottery and then they were like, actually, I don't want this money. Let's just go back to the way things were. Yes, Bella. Mm-hmm. Yes, Bella. She's right. Edward's like, I'm not a million dollars. And she's like, no, you're a billion dollars. <laughs> I saw that he goes, checkbook of Carlisle's. You're a trillion dollars. <laughs> and she goes, you're a gajillion, bajillion, dazillion dollars. <laughs> and then the nurse comes in. Guys, stop it. <laughs> but finally, Edward's like, I'm done talking about this. I'm not going to damn you. And that's the end of it. So Edward says that, and then he's like, oh, that was very dismissive of me. Um, But Bella's like, you know what? You're not the only freaking vampire I know, sir. (laughs) This is not the end of discussion. And he goes, Alice wouldn't dare. 
And she's like, aha, so Alice saw it, huh? She had a vision. Um, she knows I'm going to be like you someday. And he's like, she's wrong. She also saw you dead. And she just quotes him. She goes, you'll never catch me betting against Alice. Oh. And Edward calls this entire conversation a waste of time. Because he's already decided. Mm-hmm. And he's like, she's just getting stressed out. It's delaying what I'm going to have to do even longer. Like, the more stressed out she is, the longer it's going to take her to heal. But she's like, okay, so are we good? Like, where are, where does this leave things if you're not going to keep talking to me about it and you're just going to shut it down? And he goes, I believe it's called an impasse. And then his head goes, an impasse that led to an inevitability. Mm-hmm. Brownie face. And she just goes, ouch. Yeah. He's like, how are you feeling? And she's like, I'm fine. And he's like, no, you're not. And she goes, I'm not going back to sleep. And he goes, you need to, though. All this arguing isn't good for you. And she's like, yeah, so give in. <laughs> he's like, haha, no. And Boop. He presses the button. <laughs> and she's like, no. And the nurse is like, yes, hello. And Edward, like, comes back. And he's like, I think we're ready for more pain medication. And she's like, okay, the nurse will be right in. And Bella's like, I'm not going to take it. And he's like, I don't think you have a choice, baby. Insert it into your IV. And she starts freaking out again. And he's like, you're in pain. You need to relax. Why are you being so difficult? There's not even going to be any more needles. And she's like, I'm not afraid of the needles. I'm afraid to close my eyes. He goes, I reached out to hold her face and smiled at her with perfect sincerity this wasn't difficult. All I wanted, all I would ever want was to look into her eyes forever. I told you I'm not going anywhere. Don't be afraid. As long as it makes you happy, I'll be here. Until you're healthy. Until you're ready. Until I find the strength I need. Mm-mm. And she goes, that's forever. You're talking about forever. And he thinks, immortal kind of forever. And he goes, oh, it's fine. It's just a crush anyway. And she's like, touche. Uh, I'm surprised Renee actually believed that. I know you know better. And he goes, that's the beautiful thing about being human. Things change. And she goes, don't hold your breath. And he almost laughs because he could hold his breath <laughs> forever. <sighs> and the nurse comes in with the medication and she's like, he needs to give her some peace and quiet. Yes, he does. Yeah. Uh, Edward gets out of the way. She goes and squeezes the thing into the stuff. Um, And Edward, like, very, like, nicely, like, goes to the other side of the room. Because he's like, I don't want her to kick me out and I don't know where Carlisle is. Um, But Bella's like, is he literally going to leave the room right now? And so he, like, tries to look at her to be reassuring. And he says, I would be here when she woke up as long as she needed me. Liar. Mm-hmm. So the nurse is like, here you go. Bella's eyes start to get droopy. And the nurse like gives Edward a look before she walks out and closes the door. And so Edward goes back over to Bella and he uh, half idiot sandwiches her. What's an open face sandwich called? What is that called? He open face sandwiches her. Sandwiches, yep. And Bella says, "Stay." And he says, "I will." 
Bella's like kind of starting to pass out already. And he goes, like I said, as long as it makes you happy, as long as it's what's best for you. She goes, it's not the same thing. And he goes, don't worry about that. You can argue with me when you wake up. And she kind of smiles and she says, okay. And he leans down and he kisses her and he says, I love you. And she says, me too. And he says, I know. (laughs) And then Bella's like almost all the way passed out, but she wants that kiss. (laughs) And he can tell. And so he kisses her again and she says, thanks. He says, anytime. She goes, Edward. And he says, yes. And she goes, I'm betting on Alice. And then she falls asleep. And he just lays there and sticks his face in her neck and smells her. And he just wishes that he could dream with her. End of book. Okay. Well, that's incredibly sad and depressing. You saw the epilogue and it uh, doesn't get better. Oh, I haven't even... No. Uh, No. No. I haven't even looked at the epilogue yet. Let me tell you one thing. If you thought you were annoyed with Jacob during Eclipse, it's nothing (laughs) compared to how you'll feel in this epilogue. Are you Not because of anything he does. But because of the way Edward treats the time they spend there, that like the fact that Jacob comes and interrupts that time is just like ugh, oh, so hard to read. But he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He In doesn't Eclipse, do he knows. Wrong. I know, but like you know. it's that same level of like oh, Jacob Black. Get out of here! She's at prom. Mm-hmm. I can't. I am a nervous. That's it. Yeah, we'll catch you guys <laughs> next time for the epilogue episode. Yeah. And then we'll do a recap. And then I think we're going to do a watch along of Twilight with commentary because that's basically like Rob's version of the movie. <laughs> um, probably on our Instagram, maybe on our Discord. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll figure us it out. on Instagram. We got our Instagram account back, by oh the way. Oh, my gosh. It's so lovely. We got it back and we made a post and got so much immediate support and it's been very nice to have it back. Like, I feel like a bunch of anxiety just, like, lifted off of my gut mm-hmm. when it came back. I was so, so, so happy. Yeah. Um. Right now, we are going to go record our special Patreon bonus-ode that you get if you sign up for just the plain old Remember Twilight Patreon level. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's really fun over there. Come join us if you would like. Mm-hmm. And thank you for listening. You guys are the very best. Let us know how sad you are about Edward Cullen. Because mm-hmm. I am seriously feeling it. I am on the edge of having a total sob fest. So anyway, love yeah. you guys so much. Mm-hmm. And remember, when you're moving across the country, empty the fridge before you leave. <laughs> Please. <laughs> love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.